thank you for listening to Sit With Us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please email us at sitwithusonline at gmail.com. Search us online at SoundCloud, iTunes, and Acast. Search Sit With Us. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Sit With Us this week. This is Tia. And I'm Kim. How's it going? It's going. So, <laughs> we're laughing because we finally kind of figured out how to work Kim's computer with our recording. So, yay! Yeah, we completely learned something new. So, the more you know. <laughs> but I'm glad you guys are here this week. Um, I'm excited to record. Um, this is our 30th Oh my god, do we even want to talk about, first before we talk about that, make sure you go listen to last week's episode and the week before because both of them are amazing, and uh, did you do your homework? Did you share this episode with somebody, or were you selfish? Did you touch a neighbor? Did you say neighbor? Neighbor! Because we just kind of came off of Easter Sunday, uh, and I'm I'm hyped up. Yeah, exactly, so uh, if you didn't share an episode, do that this week, we will forgive you, and we will accept your offering. We yes. need to start accepting offers for real. We need to put that PayPal link in the bio. Or the Patreon or something. Y'all expect that next week. We ain't asked y'all for nothing these three, four years we've been doing this. But we got to start. To pay up. We got to be vocal. The got, bill is due. Tell them what you want. <laughs> Make sure you guys are following us at Sit With This Pod on both Twitter and Instagram um, for any updates or things that we have to feel like posting you're right because for sure your girl is back on twitter now with the whole game of thrones thing and, and we're gonna talk about that later she but had i'm back two tweets that i passed so i was like oh my friend is on here and i ain't seen a sense i do i catch me on sunday on sunday and monday because i'm gonna come back to see what i missed on sunday after i went to bed because you need the explanation uh-huh you need, you need some explanation because people be giving me completely different perspectives so, so i'm excited because i feel like we're going to talk about it later, but I just feel like this was it. This is the last, like, get y'all's lives together. Yeah, say goodbye. Next week, the Night King is going to come and wreck shop. So, for sure. There we go. And I got to take this head wrap off. Y'all, I came over here with my head wrapped up, trying to lay my edges. And you, I, I done got a whole headache. Who you laying your edges for? Where are you going? Well, after this. you about to go right back to the house. No, I was planning on going to the coffee shop and doing some work and being productive today. Oh, okay. And I wanted to look decent. Oh, oh for whom? For whom? For the server. So maybe I get some extra coffee in my cup. I don't know. <laughs> for myself. Oh, you're, you're planning for some eggs. This is what it smells <laughs> like. This is what it. For myself. I want some a- extra appetizers. Ooh, that's where I need to go. Where? Who so like, appetizers? For happy hour. I need to go treat myself at a happy hour. I ain't, we ain't been to Hula Hands. So this weekend, let's go to Hula Hands. We have been yeah. to Kona. And Kona done d- disappointed me. If you guys have a Kona in your area, please let us know what you think about their happy hours. Because lately, they have been on the decline. They they definitely have changed the menu too much for me. So I'm going to go ahead and pop around to Hula Hands. Mm-hmm. We can get a couple drinks from Gloria's first and then go to go Hula to Hands for the food. Because Gloria's ain't the best. The they are absolutely not. Them drinks, though? Are always going to be. The drinks are stellar. The best margaritas in Dallas are yeah. at Glorious. Correct. Simple, point blank, and period. Yes. You need two of those frozen ones and you are good for the day. Don't you go for a third. Do not. Put it back. Put it back. Because you they taste so good that you think, oh, I can go for another. Uh-uh. That's where you F up. That's where the whole day changes. Keep it cute with the two. Grab you a couple of chips and then go on to the next spot to get something to eat. Yeah, yeah. And, and tone it down with the next drinks following because them two <laughs> glorious have set you up for the win. Yes. 
So we're going to dive in. And sadly, we're not drinking today. And I don't know what when this happened to where we kind of grew up to where we did not need a glass of wine every episode. But I feel like in my spirit, it's telling me that 2019, we're bringing that back. So hallelujah. Yes, I missed it. Next week, we will be having a glass of wine. And we implore you guys to join us. Yes. I, I think it's because we started recording during the day, yeah. maybe. So and we, that's all right. I'm here for good daytime drunk. I am. So we're going to bring it back next week for you guys. Because what was I drinking today, Tia, when I came over? A green-ass smoothie and gave her a gas bubble. So yeah. we just now, 45 minutes later, able to record. Yes, I told you, business. Sure did. <laughs> because I'm trying to get healthy. Okay, y'all, I got a doctor's appointment <laughs> coming up. And I don't want to get back on the scale because the woman told me to lose weight. And I didn't lose a, a nan bit of weight. And oh. so I'm like, dang, it's already been three months. <laughs> Go back. Yeah, it, It's May. Can you believe it's May? It's gone too so fast. So summer is going to get the body that you got right now. Yeah. Summer is coming. Summer is coming. I'm doing my last ditch effort, though, before Memorial That's Day. That's fine because... I they, can get a couple pounds off. They'll be okay because who's going to be at these pools is going to be me, but I'm going to wait for the barbecue. Heck so. yeah. I don't know. And I'm going to gain it all right back because I want my plate. So Aaron was... We got some rules for this summer's barbecue because Aaron is tired of my friends because he was like... We pull up to the barbecue and y'all got salmon and shit. No, this year <laughs> we want some chicken. We want some ribs, okay? We want some um, potato salads and baked beans. We want the regular country stuff. We don't want no salmon and no shrimp and pasta and pasta salads and. Yeah, we've been trying to keep it healthy this summer, the last couple of summers, and we've been bullshitting. We this summer, we're coming it. with the real. Keep I want fried pork everything. Keep it, okay? Keep Burgers. whatever diet. No, we're not doing no cutesy barbecues this year, so everybody be on one accord. I need to send a text to the group chat. A group everybody text. Everybody be on one accord this summer. We're not doing the bullshit. Do your friends do that, guys? Talk, talk to us. Do they do the cute barbecues where they're, you know, here's the fruit salad and the... Uh, Cause I'm tired of it. I'm Here's sorry. the guacamole. I don't want it. This I do year. want the guac, but I also want a bur. <laughs> I want to put it on top of my burger. I want cheese. a burger. I want some burnt hot dogs. I want some ribs. Some I want sausage some real... links. Some hot links. Hot links. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now. I haven't. All I've had is a damn green smoothie. I sound like Beyonce. I'm hungry. <laughs> right. The <laughs> so bitch said, "I'm hungry. hungry. I've cut out meat, dairy, life, everything in the world, air." I've cut it out. And, and so. she said she will never do that. Do you know what she had to do to give y'all homecoming? I just want y'all to know. She just had given birth. Okay? Just did the that. The first day back from giving birth to them two twins. And I know y'all saw the difference in her body. I'm sick and tired of hearing these pregnancy rumors. Y'all saw the difference in the woman's bodies. <gasps> oh, no. So, any hoozie, air almost deleted the whole entire outline. I almost had a heart attack, but we back, we we undid, 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 and we back at one. Anyway, well, letting y'all know that Beyonce gave it all for a whole entire year for us to enjoy homecoming, and I I've watched it three times since then. But I also wanted to. This is like a warning for the Beehive. Okay, she's coming. She's coming. She released this little album. She released a documentary. She has two more films that she's contracted with Netflix. Get your coins ready. I don't know what this is going to be, but make sure that the bag is ready for Queen Bee. Can I 
ask for a temporary pass into the Bay High. I don't know, because you be acting funny, Sam. I just want a temporary pass. I don't want to be a part of the Hive. But you still be acting funny, Sam. But I realized after watching Homecoming, because I watched it all the way through, I listened to the album, and I just, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed her work ethic. I enjoyed her, her the work ethic, the way, the way, the way she performed, like... Everything. I I loved it. And I love seeing the little peeks into her life. And I'm like, I want to hear a little bit more from you. I want to know a little bit more about you. And so, um, yeah, I'm not a card-carrying member, but I also realized that I was knowing a lot of the lyrics to all the songs. Of course, so like, Beyonce. Yeah, so I was like, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Kim been fighting this whole thing. I don't, y'all, I don't want labels. I wish I don't need to me. go through. And that's that. That's a word right there. I hope I'm glad you talked this through and talked it out. Uh-huh. You don't like the labels. I don't like and the labels. Many aspects of your life. This, uh-huh. is, this is a session right here, right oh, now. Oh, I don't like labels. I didn't want to be called a feminist for a while, <laughs> and I was, sure and I, and I am a feminist. I, it took me a while. I was like, okay, fine, I'll take it. But I do not like labels. <laughs> and so, see, that's how she's she's changing your life. Okay, she's trying to get you to see the error of your ways, and I hope that you're picking it up and the things that she set down for you. Well, all I know is I like her, but I'm not in the hive. I ain't about to be fighting nobody in no comments for her. <laughs> oh, I don't do that either. <laughs> Maybe there's levels to the hive. I've grown up a lot, too, because I know a lot of people, because they know I love Beyonce, they say things to kind of, like, bait me, and I just don't even... Because it's like, I don't have to fight for her, because who she is... All <laughs> right, like a Christian. I don't have to explain God to you. I know him for myself, and you need to know him. Is that, the, is that where we're going? Is that where you were going? Her body of work speaks for itself. Okay, you need help. And that's why I'm not in the Bay Hive. That's why we two different people. It ain't no such thing as a Bay Hive, first of all. Get that shit corrected. They need to correct the spelling of it then. Oh, Lord of mercy. That is still B-E-Y is Bay. Oh, it is, it is. her name is Beyonce. Yeah, but the B-E is the B part, not the Yah. That's Beyonce. See, that's why you ain't getting no temporary pass to shit. <laughs> I've been <Okay>? denied. <laughs> you have been denied. I am the one telling you, denied henceforth. And I don't know if I want to take you to the next concert. So you can be at home Make with your Bayhive. You and the, your only member of the Bayhive. Love, love on top. I want to do the challenge. No, we're over it. What's the name of the challenge? They, they uh... What is the name of the channel? Get into yourself. Be yourself. Get but it. they said this is her second time ever posting like uh, Instagram stories. So everybody and their mom was excited to be like, featured and mm-hmm. their life to her uh, song. Yeah, before it's I a cute go. song. It's yeah. a cute, cute, cute song. Yeah, the Before I Let Go challenge. It's definitely going to be played at the barbecue. Yes, with the ribs. With, yes, with the ribs <laughs> and the potato salad. I don't know who's going to make the potato salad. Right. But it's going to be there. Because that is an issue. You want the Because we talked salad. about that a couple weeks ago. That neither one of us know how to do it. So Somebody send us your grandma's recipe that's actually good. Right. Mustard. We like the mustard. Mustard, yeah. And no raisins. If there's a raisin anywhere in it, you are banned. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I was cooking spaghetti this uh, yesterday and I was adding stuff to it and I said flavor bomb and 
Nicole said, what does that mean? I said that it is just going to be scrumptious. It's got a lot of flavor. It's going to be delectable. Now, don't believe some white people when they say that. Because it, it just means we, they we, added extra stuff We need to, to find that video and post it so y'all know where that comes from. Right. Because there was someone making this atrocious macaroni and on cheese. On TV with a, with a studio audience and mm-hmm. multiple people around. Yeah. And not a dash of salt or pepper in sight. They, they threw in like cauliflower. They threw in like oh. broccoli and carrots in the mac and cheese. And had the nerve to yell out in the background, flavor bomb. And there was no flavor. They just kept adding vegetables to macaroni and cheese. No salt, no pepper, no paprika. No seasoning. No nothing. shredded cheese. No, right. But the abundance of steamed veggies. <laughs> so I was like, what type of mac and cheese is this? There is no flavor, nor a bomb. <laughs> right. I was lying to you. Yeah. So stay safe out there. Don't yeah. get caught up. Mm-mm. These Mm-mm. potlucks, these these work cookouts, don't do it. Right, because it's the end of the year, so those are going to happen again too as the summer changes and keep the Lord closed, guys. Keep yeah. the Lord closed. Yeah, bring your stuff to work. Bring your yes, food. yes, prepackaged. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to jump right into the episode. Are you again? <laughs> yes. Lord have mercy. Yes, we're going we gonna to attempt it. So um, we have a heavy political segment, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of information. So if you are practicing self-care this week, go ahead and skip ahead to the first break. Um, <laughs> because it's going to be a lot about politics. But a couple of things that I want to tell you that we're covering, just in case you want to hear it. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about the town hall, the CNN town hall. Um, a little bit about the Mueller report. I just want to like reiterate why everybody wants impeachment right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Texas is about to kill somebody. So, and this time I'm for it. I'm not really for the death penalty. Okay, because I was wanting to get your opinion because the last time we talked about it, you were kind of like, no. Yeah, but so this man can go twice. So we we don't we gonna talk about. So that's gonna be included with the political talk. So I want to talk about the town hall. So the CNN had a town hall. Um, on Monday, I believe, and it had five of the candidates and like each got an hour, I think, <clears throat> and they did Amy um, Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, and Bernie Sanders. So obviously, I'm not talking about Pete and Bernie. I talked about B- Pete last week, um, but I am going to talk about Kamala because I kind of feel like that I'm li- I lied to you guys last week. Like I was like, I'm not going to like say I'm going to support anybody. Until I get all the facts and and wade through these 25 candidates. (laughs) But I am going to go on record as saying that I am voting for a woman. So, I am still going to cover the men just for the people out there who just wants the variety. But I'm voting for a woman. I don't, I don't know. That woman may be in the ones I'm talking about today. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. I really feel like... I want someone who looks like me. Yeah. Kamala got up there and she did what the fuck she had to do. You know, I still have like my reservations just because a lot of the things, and I talked about this last week too, like a lot of the things that she's coming in support of, she wasn't really supportive or open about those things during her tenure as Attorney General of California, all that stuff. However, when she got up there and was speaking, like going for it, I don't want the politician answer to questions anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to give me a three-minute answer, and at the end of it, I'm like, okay, so what's that mean? I need clear, concise answers, and I feel like Elizabeth gave us that. I feel like Kamala gave us that. 
and I am excited for that. I need to know, as an American, what's going on, and I need you to stop speaking to me in jargon. I need you to break it down for me. Thank you. That's my problem. I am voting for you. You're working for me. We need to be able to understand each other, and that shit ain't getting it nowhere. So, um, I want to talk about Amy because, first of all, we're just writing her off. Because, I mean, right? Like, I didn't even list, watch half her stuff. So, the first thing that she said, and I'm assuming she was speaking to millennials because she was, like, kind of throwing out these memes that are... I don't know who Amy is. It's okay. She's a senator. Okay. And you will forget her after this. Okay. Um, She said that they were the millennials, us, and people younger than us, we are the least racist generation in the history of the United States of America. Oh, she's a goddamn lie. So, that lets me know that... You're a liar, and I can't trust you. Yeah, you're How not are you a senator, and you even form your lips to say that bullshit? So, no, you're written off. I did give her one more shot. I'll watch another clip, and she was talking about the impeachment, and she was giving this, like, fuddled up, oh, well, I support it, but we'll just see what everybody else does. Uh-uh. No, not cutting it. So, Amy is off. All right, so we're moving on. So, next would be Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, I really feel like she just did too much at the beginning I think last year with this whole like Native American like I have like Native American blood and all this stuff like it was just <laughs> I got Indian in my family <laughs> she did that I and for a long time every time I saw her name I was like this crazy kooky I ain't like she I don't know right I don't want the female version of Bernie Sanders <laughs> So bless her heart, but I really hope that this kind of puts her on the map for a lot of people because she was speaking some shit, okay? She talked about the student debt, the student loan debt, and she wasn't just speaking to it and, and okay, this is what I'm thinking about. No, she spoke to it. Why we have such an issue, you know, we were loaning 18-year-olds and 17-year-olds these thousands of dollars to go to school, and then, of course, they can't pay the shit back. Exactly. Nowhere in the world, no bank, no institution is going to, to give an 18-year-old, thousands of dollars, so why is it okay to do so just for school? Uh-huh. So now that we aren't able to afford to pay this debt back, we can't afford houses and things like that, she really explained why that's such a big problem. She also then went on to say what her plan was for like tax breaks and things like that. And she was saying like if we tax the wealthy, anybody that makes over $50 million dollars, uh, a year annually or whatever they have to pay a tax i think someone broke it down like a two percent tax but the way she explained it was like dollar amounts like if you pay a dollar amount on a certain number mm-hmm. um that that would help pay for universal child care universal pre-care um and universal like tuition and I just feel like we've never had that explained so like explicitly to us as far as like the number amount and how that could work for us and how that would go for, you know, how we would go for as a, as a country. And I just think to myself, like how my life would change and be impacted by the fact of me having universal child care. Because she said that we could afford that with kids zero to five years old. Child care, like what could I get done in a day if I didn't have to worry about y'all wouldn't be hearing him singing in the background on these episodes, I'll tell you that much, because his ass will be at the daycare at 8 o'clock in the morning. So that speaks to my life. And that's the thing about politics is like you, there should be somebody in office who's going to speak to your problems because that's what they're there for. They're there to work for us. So 
Big up to Elizabeth Warren. She was speaking some things, and I really, really liked the way she spoke. Well, I'm super excited about the <clears throat> student loan situation because that's right. that's personally in my ministry yes. right now. And um, I was fortunate when I went to school, like I had a scholarship, mm-hmm. so I didn't really have to come out of pocket. But it wasn't until I couldn't afford stuff. Like I didn't have clothes. I needed gas in my car. So I was like, okay, I'll take, I'll take out a small loan. Baby girl, and then went to grad school, bounced around to different grad schools trying to figure out what I was going to do, and that's where the majority of my debt came from. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Sorry, I'm going to eat this cracker while I'm talking to you guys. What am I supposed to do? Be in debt. And that's what it is. Just be in debt and not be able to pay that back. You're not making the money that you went to school for because you're not working in that thing. So that's another thing. So like... It's just so many different layers to that. And I know a lot of people were like, well, forgive. And she was saying that this would roll back debt for 95%. Can can you imagine if 95% of the people no longer had those thousands and thousands of dollars of debt hanging over them? Like, imagine people would be able to get loans for things, real things like houses. Right. Like, I just can't even imagine what that would do. Maybe afford insurance. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what she was saying. You know, you're working these low pay jobs with no insurance. We literally have no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we literally have no money. Okay. So there's that. Um, okay. And then Kamala Harris. So Kamala, um, I just like the way she speaks. She's funny. She's personable. Um, she's gorgeous. She looks amazing, mm-hmm. <laughs> first of all. And, but I like that she speaks very strongly, but it's not like a. You know how they try to make women, oh, over-passionate and over just whatever. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like that. They asked her about impeachment. She said that she supports it, but she was real. She was saying that she's aware that the Republicans, the GOP, are not going to support that. They're not going to vote to get him out of office. So she was just saying, you know, do we go ahead and take their mega people through that? Or do we not do it and just really focus on the 2020 election? My opinion, I think that we still need to go through those optics because it just needs to be out there on record. All the things that this 45 has done, like I can't even still give him the title of president, but it'll just kind of lay it all out there. I mean, y'all was wanting to do that. Y'all did it to Bill Clinton. He just got some head. Like, I'm not going to say he just got some head. I mean, you know, he did some bad stuff, but. uh, But really, wasn't it about the head? Yes, it was about the head. So it's like we did all that and got all that drug out in front of the public. Why can't we do this when this is literally causing people lives? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like even though the Republicans in office are not going to vote for it and that man is not going to be removed from office, I think it's very important to still go through it. Absolutely. Take the time and do the shit. Absolutely. And, and do it right. Um. She also spoke about gun control. What I liked about her is she said that in the first 100 days, if Congress doesn't do what they're supposed to do in regards to gun control, that she will take executive executive order and she will make something happen. Well, good. I need to hear that. Just like what was the what country was that? New Zealand didn't their prime minister or yes, New Zealand that she she did that issued an order and and banned assault rifles after that shootings in Mm -hmm. the Muslim churches. And got it out of there. Like, we ain't heard nothing about that since because they got it done, okay? There was an issue and she handled it. Got it corrected. Like a woman should do. Like we always do. There's an issue, we handle it. Okay, Olivia. 
So that's where I am at this point. She, um, she, Don Lemon was her moderator, so he was the one asking her the questions. And he asked her about um, reparations mm. and what was her thoughts about black Americans and how she's going to motivate the, the black vote. So I was, okay, so her answer to reparations at first, I initially was like, oh, well, she says no to reparations. It's not true. That's not what she said. So I had to take a second and really think out what she said. She said that we need to study it. And I agree with that after listening to her answer. Because what she said is that, you know, we have studies and we have proof that trauma can be passed down through generations. Extreme trauma mm -hmm. can be passed down through generations on top of the fact that um, there was still racism after slavery was done, mm -hmm. after Jim Crow. Like, there is, you know, trauma from my ancestors that we we're still living with, but also current trauma that we live through. So she was saying that, you know, it's not something that you're going to say, yes, I'm for financial reparations. We need to talk about it all. What else do we, I think what she was trying to say is like, there's other things other than money. But I, I do need her to be strong on financial because right. I want financial reparations. I want my my 40 acres and my mule. It's 80 and three mules exactly. now. Right. But she would say inflation. It might be four. But, anyways, but she was just saying that there there needs to be there needs to be a conversation about that. And I think that's true. Like we are still living under that thing. You know what I mean? You know what's so interesting though? Because like I've been listening to um or I've been reading um becoming by uh, michelle obama do you have it i have the audiobook okay. so i've been listening to that and like yesterday in the chapter she was talking about her her um grandfather and how he her dad um her dad's dad and how he was like a lot more strict and like a little more surly and angry and then like her parents one day had to sit her down and tell her well you know this is where his generation where he came from like he's the grandson of slaves and I was like, and they're like, so, and he has all these dreams and things that he wanted to do that he wasn't able to live out. And so that's the weight on his shoulder, like the, the years of disappointment. And I think about that even with my father, because that immediately made me call him. And I said, Dad, when was Grandpa born? And he was like, 1911. And I was like, so granddaddy was also like the grandson of slaves too, right? I said, and I never thought about it. How close how that close was. It was. And he said, yeah. That's I said, insane. how did that affect you growing up? I said, did y'all ever talk about that? And he said, we never talked about it. But he said, you could definitely tell in the way we were raised. And he said, in the type of ass whoopings we got and everything. He said, because my parents' main goal was to make sure that the white people didn't get us or that we didn't go to jail or we weren't killed. And he was like, those were their goals and those were their fears for us. Because he said, you know, I grew up in segregation where, you know, we had the white and the colored and the, the water fountains, like my father. And he was like, but to even think about, he said, what my parents went through was even worse than that. Absolutely. So he was like, of course that showed up and how they raised us. So that just made me think about the trauma and how we address that because... Of course, that plays a trickle down in how he raised me and how I raised my children and so on and so forth. And those issues need to be dealt with. Because we talk about whooping right. in our community. And, and it's kind of like being someone who grew up with those type of whoopings. You, of course, obviously want to be like, I'm not doing that to my kids. And then your kids are acting wild and crazy. Right. But then at the same time, you look on the other side of that coin and be like, they was beating our asses because they were so afraid. Exactly. So it's kind of like having that empathy for 
our mothers and grandmothers, all of that, but also at the same time knowing enough to change it going forward and how that's going to impact the further generations. And I think that we're at that cusp to where we really do have to talk about that. Like we don't necessarily have to beat our kids like that no more, but at the same time, we need still need to be fighting the man to where they, we don't have to. Where they're saying, I right. had to have a conversation with my oldest son just this week because we've been having some behavioral issues mm-hmm. where they are starting to smell themselves. And so one of the things I had to really talk to them, him about, I said, you are living a completely different life. You are a black young man in America and you will be treated differently. And I said, the rules I'm trying to give you and the, what everything I'm trying to teach you is so that you can survive. I said, this is a game of survival right now. And I said, you need to know this. Because I said, if you go out here with this attitude and you talk to a cop like the way you talk to me, I said, you might not make it home. And that's just the bottom And he's in the line. fifth grade, He's in guys. the fifth grade. Like, let that sink in, too. He's in the fifth grade, and we're having to talk to our kids about police officers shooting them and killing them. Because, because you, because your mouth. And, like, and that's the thing, because he, he has a smart-ass mouth. And I'm like, you need to... There's going to be situations, jobs you will lose, opportunities you will not have because, and I'm not trying to tell him to dim his light. I want you to be able to speak your mind and all that, but I also need you to be respectful. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just, just thinking about that and those conversations that I've already started to have with my, my child about what it is to be a black man in America. And I'm not even a black man in America, but you know. Just, but we see it. Yeah, And exactly. we know, you know, and it's, it's like, it's also too like unlearning all the all the things that we've learned in our lifetime and, and hope and pray that we don't pass that on to our kids. And, you know, that was the fear that I had when Kiki turned 18. Like, well, shit, did I do enough? Did I teach her enough? Like, is she prepared? And that's just... It's no, because you ain't never prepared till you get out there on your own and you fall right. and figure the shit out. You're right. We just have to give you enough so that you can get back up. Right. <laughs> right. So, um... So another thing that she was talked about, too, when he asked her specifically about black voters, because he said, you know, black voters are the backbone of the Democratic Party. What do you what are your thoughts, you know, to black voters? And she said that it's important to um, she spoke to as her being a mom, being a maternal disparities between black women and and everybody else um, and being able to be seen as a human being, home ownership, income. Also, how she wanted to support the HBCUs. She came from an HBCU. And also the reform of the criminal justice um, system. So, she spoke a lot. Okay. She spoke to me. And I'm I hopeful. Oh! We'll what? see. We'll see, Kamala. You may have my vote. So, we'll see. But we're still going to tack through these... Um, these other ones, and just really quickly on Pete, um, some things have come out. You know, the black um, somebody actually went out and spoke to black voters in South Bend, and they were just like, "Ah, eh, you know, he's cool, but what did he do for us?" You exactly. Know, specifically? And that's my thing. Like, if you if you can't even take care of like your home court, like, how can I really trust you to to be able to see me once you're on that throne? Yeah, you won't. Uh, exactly. So, I don't know. And, you know, Bernie's not even on my radar, so. Yeah, he's too old. Go sit down, Bernie. Yep, so we'll have a couple more uh, next week, but I would say definitely go if you can find the clips with Elizabeth Warren and Kamala. I think that you really do need to hear because it's different from when you're just reading about their policies and things like that. But, like, when you actually see someone speak and you can see their passion, you can see if they're faking it, just whatever, 
I think it's important for that to so go and search for those. We might post them on the page too. Do you know how often they're doing these town halls? I don't know. I, I know that next week they're going to have like a one-on-one -on -one with Pete. I think this is kind of going to be like an ongoing thing where they're doing that. Mm -hmm. I don't know when the next town hall is, but once um, I'll look it up and I'll let you guys know if they are having something already planned. Because you know there's 25 other candidates. So Oh, then you weren't joking with that number. There's a lot. Oh. I don't know the exact number, but it's over 18. So oh. we'll see. I'll let you guys know the exact number. Y'all, I'm running too. Y'all catch my town hall. <laughs> so there's that. Um, okay, so the Mueller report, like it's available now online. It's over 400 pages. So there's no way I was going through it. But I just is wanted, it redacted still, or no, can you see everything? You can see everything now. Ah. And so my thing is this: that a lot of this stuff is stuff that we already knew. I don't. I don't necessarily understand why we needed the official report, especially since something's happening still. Mm -hmm. When we already knew the stuff was happening, we knew that he was colluding with Russia. We knew that he allowed Russia to come in and, and hack Hillary and do all this stuff. Like, we knew all of this already. All the business dealings and just all these things that he was doing, we knew this already. So, I don't understand why people are still like, oh, we don't know. We're going to do impeachment. Like... It may not result, it may not end in the result that we want, but I still think it's important to go through that due process. Like, other presidents were impeached for, for less, right? Like, okay, I don't know a lot about Watergate. Well, do you know what Watergate was about? Just the white man talking in the room, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But no. that brought about an impeachment. And then, or, or did he just resign? Did they I think even he go through? Up, uh, Nixon, I think he just ended up resigning, I believe. Yeah. And then, like, like we already said about Bill Clinton and, like, the Monica Lewinsky situation and how that, you know, impacted his character and all this kind of stuff. And so they brought him up on impeachment charges. I'm sure there was some other shit. I was a kid. I don't remember. Right. But this man, this is, like, spy shit. It's like a movie. Right. It really is, like, a movie. I, I just... It's, I'm speechless. Like, what else does this man have to do? Like, he's he rapes people. He's stolen things. He's probably murdered people. I don't know. He's rich. I don't know. Super racist. Like, <laughs> obviously. Sexist. Like, there's not one redeeming quality about him. He's not even faithful. He's had... And he don't even look good. It's not like he's, like, a fine and attractive, handsome man who can, like, woo you with his charm. He's not charming. He's not well-spoken. There's not one redeeming quality. I'm, I'm sorry. There just isn't. So, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's still a thing. Um, so, everybody, like, uh, Maxine, our <laughs> Auntie Maxine, she's been pushing for impeachment since November the ninth. <laughs> after day of. Day after day of. So let's not forget Miss Maxine Waters. She's been pushing the good fire for a long time too. So I don't know. Oh, I just got an alert, y'all. A Fashion Nova's doing an extra fifty percent off on stuff. What? What's is it a it just says sale on sale. It's a sale sale. Are we supporting Fashion Nova even though they steal designs from everybody they mom loves? I sure am. I think this hoodie <laughs> I got on is from Fashion Nova. <laughs> you what? I think the hoodie I'm wearing might be from Fashion Nova. I am. Uh -uh. Everybody, don't, if you it's inspiration. If, if you a designer, don't, don't send nothing to Kim. She might send it to Fashion Nova and get her. I might point. get my coins on the side. Watch <laughs> me get my following up and I'll be a Fashion Nova babe. Don't play with me. I sure will. You'll be the one stealing Kim Kardashian's designs the hell, moment she posts that. Hell yeah. They'll be like, how's she wearing it so quick? Fashion Nova, baby. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, sorry. That's so, okay. Just thought I'd share that sale with y'all. Um, speaking of women and like black women in politics, can we talk about Mayor Pugh of Baltimore? Tell me about I don't know nothing about Mayor Pugh. What's happening? Like at first people were excited that she was elected and now like all this scandal stuff the woman ain't been checked into office for the past month because she supposedly got pneumonia but it was interesting that she got pneumonia after we found out that she was like got these book deals with the university like these contracts so basically she wrote a book a kid's book and Mm -hmm. they're selling that book in like hospitals and stuff like that Uh so she like got like a million dollars off of that and you can't be doing stuff like that you can't do it it's like why not because it's like a conflict of interest like i a, can't have a side business not when you a mayor and you and you hiding that you own it because like it, it's uh, like under somebody else's name it's uh, really it's like it's a messy shit mayor and you need to be held accountable like everybody's like you need to go ahead and resign boo and now she knows she's on forever sick leave she on sick leave she got the pneumonia and she's not leaving her home like they don't know <laughs> she done built a tunnel underneath <laughs> she didn't answer her phone she didn't left the city on read like <laughs> someone go knock on her door who's running the city there's <laughs> like an interim chief or something and he's like yeah we don't know if she's coming back we ain't got her doctor's note <laughs> Listen, I did that. I quit from a job like that before. Shut went on sick leave and never went back. Left. Oh, was that? That's not the. I was thinking about Best Buy. Never went back. Sure didn't. And then I went in there, had the nerve to try to use my discount, and that's when I found out I wasn't in the system no more. Hadn't been to work in a month, and was trying to use my discount. And they're like, "Oh, you're you're not coming up in the system." I was like, "Really? Huh?" I was like, maybe I should go check the schedule. No, and I wasn't going. I wasn't never going back. I just wanted to get my CD for discount. You wrong for that. Sure they, did. They had the 70% off on certain things as an employee. Yeah, I sure did. I, went, I was in there in line with my daddy and got embarrassed. I was like, oh, I'm not in the You're system. You're not in the system. Bitch, you ain't been to work in three months. <laughs> we don't even know you no more. Kim's quitting stories are so funny to me. I just I remember that one when she left the keys in the drawer and just never went back. <laughs> Left the key. Like, they probably had to hunt them keys down. Like, where'd she leave these keys? I left the keys with a note, with a cute little note. Thank you for the opportunity. I will not be back. <laughs> left it on a Friday. Said goodbye to everybody in the office like nothing was going wrong. See you Monday. Have a good one. Ta-ta. The last person in the office. Oh, let me type this shit up real quick. I will not be back ever again. Have a good one. Good day. Good day, mate. Have a good life. Um, that was my, when I was working at the private eye firm. Because yeah. I done worked every damn place in the world. Yes. You are really Lynn from um, Girlfriends. I am. That's an episode. We all need to pick our girlfriend's character. I am Lynn, and Lynn is me. For sure. <laughs> oh, funny. Um... Okay, so Texas is going to execute this man today, right? Yeah, it should be going down today. Tonight. He was, in 1998, he dragged uh, a black man, tied him to his truck and, like, dragged him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's dying today. Him and another guy. The other guy already died. Oh, because there were two. There was two of them. Did he die by? Exec- yeah, they executed him already. Oh, and so he's the he's the second one, and he's getting his tonight. Okay, okay. So tell me about your change because I think it was last year. Maybe you're like, no, 
I shouldn't be the one to tell when someone died. So what's well, because I still am. I I am still. I don't believe in capital punishment. Like to me, that's just not my call. And as much as the as as we get it wrong, how many people would be dead that don't deserve to be dead who didn't even do the shit in the first place? Right. So like to me, I'm still not for it. But I remember this case, and I remember when this happened, and I remember it made me scared. I lived in Oklahoma, and I was scared to come to Texas. I didn't even know what city it was at the time, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't want to go to Texas because they, they dragging, dragging they dragging black folks, they dragging black, mm-hmm. and like it made me scared for my daddy and my brother, and shit, I don't know why I wasn't scared for me, but I was same just, story, different year, yeah, and I was like, we're still doing this because in the nineties, I was still in school. I was like, what in high school, junior high, yeah, and I was like. Wait a minute, how how is this still happening? We're not in Jim Crow like my, my dad. So that that story was really powerful to me and I remember it. And so with that said, if they don't put that man behind a truck and drag his ass through the streets, I'm how sorry. We, how do we do it here? Is it by injection? You I don't know. I feel, I feel Texas is cruel. They might actually still put chair? you on the chair. They I might maybe put they, you in the front of a shooting maybe squad. Maybe they give us the choice. I don't know. Do they say how he's going out? I think Oklahoma does the does the injection, lethal injection, right? Maybe. Let me see. I'm trying to see. Either way, so just know this: for most people, no, I'm not for capital punishment. What What about you? I am for it. Um, I think it is situational, of course, um, but I, I'm definitely for it. I feel like you know. I just, I can't get out of my head that they were, they used to have hanging parties back in the day, like where they would invite their whole family, like kids would be there to watch black men being hanged. I just or, talked to my kids, to, I told them about that yesterday. Yep. They used to, like, they would like gather at the town square or some shit and watch a black man die or watch whoever is going to be hanged. So I, I, um, I am definitely okay with it. I mean... I'm not. I feel like I'm not the person to say, and that's why I'm not a judge. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to be that person to say when someone lives or dies. But those people didn't have a say on whether, you know, it was taken from them. Their choice was taken from them. So I feel like it's okay for this choice to be taken. I, well, I and I don't know. I think sometimes, too, like, wouldn't it be worse to just have to sit and live out your punishment for the rest of your life versus getting a quick death? Like, aren't there other things that we can do while they're alive to make them really pay for what they've done? Like, but I mean, like, but people be in jail acting like living their best life, though. I, you know, they be having their phones. They be get, they get three squares a day. Like, that ain't good food. It ain't I like mean, they eating papados three times honestly, a day. Honestly, but like. I, don't, I feel like people go in jail, if they've been in there for so long, they just kind of make it, that's life. And I don't think that's, I don't know. I've never been in jail, so I don't want to speak ignorantly, but I feel like after so many years and decades, like that's just your way of life. So I don't see it how it could be as punishing. I don't know. Mm. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know. But I just was reading more about him and how... Um, he has a long history of like hate, racism, racism, and like even has a tattoo of a black man with a noose on his body. Like he, um, I'm cool with him being taken out. Yeah, go ahead and we'll do what y'all got to do. Yeah, I still can't find what they're gonna do to him though. My lights ain't gonna flicker at, at midnight. So. Right, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm, I'm gonna be sleep. I'm gonna be good. So I hope his family re- receives some peace, and not his not not his family, but James' 
fail. Like the, yeah. yeah, the black man that got killed. I was that was another thing I wanted to to talk to you about to ask you. Um, a lot of people are are looking for like a prison reform. And, I was an electric chair. Sorry. Seriously? Yeah. Texas changes requiring the executions to be carried out on electric chair. <gasps> uh-huh. Ooh, that wow. sucks. Wow. Mm. So see, that ain't peaceful. That ain't no just stick me with something. And they say, some people say that that's not even peaceful. Like they still like feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I would say about capital punishment is that these these lawyers, attorneys, judges, they be putting away innocent people. So on one hand, I'm like, okay, that sucks because you can't take that back. Um, but and this is just like this, yeah. Yeah, nah. When we know, we know, we know. Flip that switch. Yeah. Flip it. Let, let his family flip it. <laughs> right. Tell us. I want to hear from you guys. Capital punishment, yay or nay? Are you in favor of it or totally against and it? And why? Yeah. Um. So there was the they were saying like they were trying to get voting rights back to felons, and a lot of people were like, no, they shouldn't. You know, whatever people's thoughts are about that. I think that. I'm okay with people being able to vote. I know that in Florida, they in one jail, they had set up booths for people to come and vote if they wanted to in certain elections. And I feel like, you know, you have to think about it. Again, there's a lot of innocent people in jail. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in jail who wouldn't be in there if they were able to afford their cash bail. Um, so am I say, so why should not why shouldn't they have the right to vote? They're already have their rights taken away being away from their family, that's punishment enough. They are serving their time. That is their punishment. I think that they still should have a say in the people that are in office. Like, why should they not have a say just because they fucked up one point in their life? I I do realize that there are violent felons, uh, felonies. I, I get that. But, again, does that mean that they never have a right to say who's in office? I don't know. Well, here's my question, because I, when I was hearing about, like, felons getting the right to vote again, I, of course, didn't read about it, but I just assumed that they meant, like, people who had been released, and they were back in, into community, and, like, them having their rights to vote. But they're actually twofold. talking about it even in the jail, like... Yeah. I think it's twofold. I think they, were, they, they had, there was a campaign last year when the elections were going on to go into the jail and allow them, those people to vote. And there's also that to restore their rights, or their when they come out. So it's mm. just twofold. I think there's two fights that they're doing. Um, but one thing I did find out that I did not know is that the population of the jail, those those bodies count for that jail in that area, in that district. Oh. So which means that they are getting paid for the body. That's another, that's another layer of private funded prisons mm-hmm. is the fact that you know, they get, they go in, they have these agreements. This is in Cream Sugar, the, mm-hmm. the latest season. We go into these poor communities because we know that y'all going to do your job for us. Policemen, you're going to fill this this jail up to the tippy top. We're just going to put money in the, the prison's pockets, but then that prison is going to pay off the politicians who are allowing them tax breaks or whatever the hell else is mm-hmm. behind the scenes that we don't know about. And it just becomes this big-ass mess. So... That's why I feel like they should be given the right to vote. You know, they're 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 putting pockets into the politicians that are allowing them to be there. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't they vote for people who may, you know, put things in place for them? Yeah. So I don't know. I think that if you're a citizen, you, you should, should be, be able, able to vote. vote. Simple. 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 Because they're humans too, y'all. I <laughs> know we 
like to not think of them as humans because they're out of sight, out of mind, but they are living, breathing humans. Yeah. So, I think I'm talked out. Okay, you ready? To, you want to take a break? Let's take a break. You hit us with a lot. I got to go through my notes again. Yes, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. All right. Are you ready for a fresh face? The weather is changing and so should your skincare routine. Make your way to Charm Beauty, where we specialize in custom facials, makeup artistry, and lash extensions. You can set your appointment online, beautyatcharm.com, or give us a phone call at 405-514-4532. What's that number again? That's 405-514-4532. And we're back. And we're back. So Tia got me over here watching the trolls or something. I'm, I don't know what this is. I like it. Are these like the same like trolls like we had when we were little kids? No. Well, like do you the, remember the movie The, the Trolls? No. So the, what are we talking about? What is it to talk about? Because <laughs> first of all, that movie was amazing. And then this is the resulting series on Netflix. Oh, no, I never. My, my kids are over that type of stuff. Yeah. We the, don't do cartoons the hardly. Baby, that don't make no sense because they on Fortnite. That's their cartoon. No, they're they not on Fortnite. Hey. Fortnite does not oh, exist in my house. You still got them? Oh, Fortnite does not exist. Sticking to your guns? I Heck am so no. proud of you. They don't play no games. No game. You know, if they want to play a game, you go outside and you run around the tennis court. Good job, Kim. Because mm-hmm. I remember you glad. put your foot down on that, and I was like, we'll see how long Kim lasts. Oh. No, and they don't. They still don't have their phones back. They just use their phones to call their daddy or whatever. <laughs> you're, not, you're not playing no games or watching YouTube or nothing like that? Good job. No. Show these kids who's Yeah, boss. I'm the mama. Right. Y'all the kids. Um, The baby likes singing movies. And so I was devastated when Netflix took this off. They took off the movie Sing. So I am definitely going to be first in line to purchase this Disney streaming service. Oh. Supposedly it's going to be released in November. Do you need to plug up? And then yeah. it's going to be like $5.99. So I think I got that for them old school Disney movies. I got that. We good till it turned red though. Right. She's talking about my, my battery on the on my on the computer. We good till it's red. <laughs> okay. It's not it's, it's I forgot it's Apple, so Yeah, they'll the give batteries. us a warning and yeah. say, bitch. They just won't shut down. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um so I was I follow this um podcast called Mixed Signals Podcast. So shout out to them. They had posted a um a picture, like a question about monogamy. And I sent it to Kim. To kind of get her her thoughts on it. Let me see if I can find it. Because it was like a quote. Um, hold on. Let me see. When I send it to you. Like was me? it a picture? Yeah, it was a picture. Go to your pictures. Well, I didn't save it. I just oh. sent it to you. But it's in here. Okay, so what it says is, Monogamy is a relationship style primarily defined by two people agreeing to place limits and restrictions on the other's expression of intimacy, sexuality, and autonomy. And it really did make me be like, hmm, are we mutually agreeing to stifle one another's sexual aspirations? No, hell no. Absolutely not. Like, that's what's happened when you're with the wrong partner, To, in my opinion. And, and you're having to stifle yourself or stifle your dreams or whatever, whatever. And this okay. is from a bitch who's been married twice and is in a different type of relationship. If you are with the right person... You aren't stifling. You're able to completely be yourself. You should be able to be free and say what you want, do what you want. 
to a, you know to an extent to where, an extent where where you both are are pleased, but like. Nah, you should be conquering the world <laughs> sexually. Like to me, I feel like if you're with the right person, and not even just sexually, but even with your dreams, like you shouldn't be like, oh, I've got to tame this part of myself, or maybe not go after this anymore. Like this is a person who should be fueling you on and encouraging you and boosting you. Right. And my thing is, if you're in a relationship to where you don't feel like you have that say in how you guys have sex. I don't know. But also, but monogamy though, this is specifically about monogamy. So, like bringing in other people or having that, I guess, say so to say if you want to add a person or not add a person. I think um, if you want to have a threesome, you can do that in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. It's still monogamous. We ain't married to the other bitch or the other dude. He's just here for the for the sucking and the pleasing. <laughs> and then send them on their way. Don't don't they can't stick around or hang out, but nah. So people are really funny about sex though. I, I realize that it's really hard to have conversations about sex with your partner, especially if you haven't ever been pleased. So <laughs> like So y'all just sitting there taking it. Like I don't know. How do y'all not talk about it? How do you not talk about sex? How do you not say, hey, oh, I like that or I don't like that? So your man, say like you don't like your ear being licked on. So your man been licking licking on your ear for the past 10 years and you ain't had the balls to say, hey, Joe. Could you stop? I don't like my ear being wet. I feel like a puppy is slobbering on my ear every time you do that shit. So there has to be somewhere out there that is being stifled sexually. Yeah, and you know what? That just comes from... Like, you just scared to, do you even know what you want? Do you yeah. know what you like? Spend some time with yourself. But you should be able to have that conversation, yo, I don't like this or I do like this. Now, here's the conversation. Have, has it ever come up in your experience where there's been something that you wanted to try or that you liked and your partner has shut that down? Hmm. No. I have. You have. Yeah. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. There's been stuff, and I ain't telling y'all my business, but I was like, oh, why not? You don't want to? I can't. You don't want to try that out? Wow, what you think that mean? It don't mean what you think it mean. It's okay. Like, stuff like that where, yeah. I, I guess maybe I have been shut down in some ways, but it's not been anything that's, like, to me. Deal breaker? Deal breaker or, like, fucked up my pleasure or something like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think in those type of situations, you have to be able to speak up. And I also think this is kind of a way to just put a dirty name on monogamy. Like, monogamy is nothing <laughs> but a fucking prison. And, and we can't fuck like we want to fuck. So how about we just never be monogamous? How about that? I just think that's what people want to say. And it's like, no, you if you find the right person or the right person finds you, you should be able to express yourself and be who you want to be. I, I agree. And if you if you have somebody who's not pleasing you in that way, you need to tell them or find somebody else who will. But cut that person off. Yeah, but now let them go find some some boring sex with somebody else and don't string them along. No, but wait a minute. Now I gotta okay. I gotta bring something else okay. to you now because I've been listening to to some word. And so one thing uh, that the pastor was preaching about in this series that I've been watching was about autonomy and how we're all in this this um, society of it's all about me. And if I'm not happy, then I'm out. And I need to please me and me, me, me. And that's why there's such a high rate of divorce because people are going into relationships for what they can get out of it and not knowing that you're to supposed to go in to serve. Mm. And so they're like, the first time something doesn't go right, you want to you wanna jump ship. So even with sex, 
if sex isn't going the way you're supposed to do, and if sex never does, is that enough to leave a relationship? Like, especially if you're in a marriage. Especially if you haven't talked about it. Yeah. I No, I don't think so. No. It gives people enough reason to cheat. Oh, uh, yeah. That's always the, oh, we don't have fun or we don't, you know, so whatever bullshit that you can use. But I think that um, you need to go back and have that conversation with your wife. How do you feel comfortable telling me about your sexual frustrations, but you can't tell your wife your sexual frustrations? Thank you. Or your husband or whoever. Exactly. And like... To me, yeah, it's to me, it's not even an excuse to cheat because what about people who are with pe- partners where they can't have sex anymore because something health wise have come up? Mm. Does that give you that excuse? Like we saw that with the black woman who was um, who now is going through Alzheimer's and mm. her husband went and got a whole girlfriend on the side, and people are saying that he's taking advantage of her because she doesn't really understand what's going on anymore because she's not having her mental faculties. Like it doesn't give you the okay to cheat. You signed, you made a vow. Yeah. Stick to your vow until I'm gone, and then you can do what you want to do and reboot. But in that instance, though, does if your partner is just unable to perform that, it's not okay for you? You don't think that's okay for you to go and get that? No, because that's not all that marriage is about, and that's not all what a relationship is about. And I think there needs to be a certain level of respect and trust. And have we not had this conversation ahead of time? Like, hey, baby, if I'm about to die, you can yeah, go yeah. do this and this. If we have never had that kind of that type of conversation, I haven't given you that out, you should be so concerned with spending your last moments with me or whatever. Why are you even thinking about fucking? Honestly. And like vice versa, I should be trying to spend as much time with you or wrap up what we need to wrap up or pour in you or be praying over you or fasting, whatever. But the body still has needs and wants. And there's masturbation. That's true. So get you, I got a vibrator on the side. (laughs) Get you some cream or whatever you need to get. But I think... I think we are so caught up in doing what's best for us that we neglect our partners. And I think that 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 speaks to the bigger issue, too, just getting in a relationship without having these types of conversations. Y'all five years in, and you don't know your man don't like this Mm -hmm. or don't want kids. And, like, (laughs) no. Right. Mm -mm. That's why you date different people to see who is the right fit for you. And I think a lot of times we just hop into it and be like, oh, we've been here for so long. You right for me. No. Right. And then people change. Change happens. And you can go... In completely different ways where somebody's freak flag might be flying a little higher than yours. And if it's something that makes you uncomfortable and they don't want to change, then you, you might have to go ahead and let it go. You might have to. And you you don't want to go to the orgy parties. You I, might want to upgrade your, your skills, though. Like, if you feel like, well, I don't want to share. I don't want you. Then maybe you need to take some classes or something. Yeah. To uh, get get on one page, one, one accord. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll I'll have this honesty confession moment. I personally have not been a fan of writing, and I know we've talked about this mm-hmm. before. And my current partner loves for me to ride. And guess what a bitch has been doing? <laughs> Getting her workout on. Because to me, I'm like that's a small change. Okay, you like this. Let me go ahead and put in the work. For you, so as that long you as are it's re- re- reciprocated, yes. Because and that's the thing that we feel like, oh, well, I'm doing all this, I'm doing all this. Well, what am I getting out of it? Well, that's that's for your partner to take up. They mm-hmm. they you are pleasing them in this way, and they need to please you in other ways. And it's it's kind of like the love language thing. Like, don't love me the way that you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. Love me the way that I need to be loved. Right. And I don't think a lot of people think about that because they're like, well, okay, I like this, so she'll like it. Right. You know? No. 
Not I necessarily. Right. But I really love that when he came home yesterday, he swept and mopped the floors. That made me feel loved. Works of, it, yeah. it made me feel taken care of. I told him that. Too. I was like, oh, I wish you could be off early every day. I just love it. Pruned my plant. My plant is dying. Took out all the dead leaves. Swept the porch. And like, didn't have to say nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to beg. I didn't have to ask. He just did it. Acts of service. Ah, my love. Language. I need to do my love language. I, I don't know mine. I'm physical touch. Physical, I know that about you. Physical oh, touch. And I, uh, I for real, and like it's a big thing. Like I don't feel loved if you don't touch me or kiss me, hug me. I feel like, well, damn. You don't love me. Where can I do this test? Can I do it online? I you can. Know. I'll send you a link. You can do one and then have your partner do one. And then, um, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if he's going to do it, but I'm going to do mine so then I can. Just so that you know. So I know for myself, for him or anybody in Give the future. Him his rules and directives. Right. Okay. Because I need, somebody need to know. So that you can love me properly. Yes. Um, and then one more kind of, kind of adjacent to that. Would you be okay with your partner having lingerie like he is going out and buying lingerie for himself women's lingerie for himself is that also looped into the if you with somebody allow them to do the things that they like this is the time you had to say this is the time when we need a video camera on us so i wish you could just see my face first of all let me tell you what your girl that ain't that ain't part of loving your partner tia went off and sent me this picture the other day of this beautiful man with his cakes out and some lingerie that completely just had me like, I will never Listen, put on a pair of thigh highs again. Them buns were sitting. They were sticky hot buns. They were present and ready. They were whatever beautiful. was going to happen that night. They were taut and hot. Look, I listen. My thing is, I can't have you competing with my booty shots. Like, I can't take a picture from the back because I know that you finna be winning. Right. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. We ain't. We ain't doing that. Everybody has a role to play in my bedroom. <laughs> and in my bedroom, that's not what's gonna work You're for me. You're not the sexiest. I'm the sexiest. I'm the star. I and need to be the outfit. That man was a star in that lingerie. Yeah, I would have just, I would have given it to him. However, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> you win, but you're not gonna be my man, man. No. You you won the relationship, so there's no need to go further. Yeah. You go find somewhere else to be. But no, I don't want to come home, and my man is standing seductively in the, the door with. <laughs> Lingerie and flower petals around. I don't want that. That's not what I need from from my my man. So (laughs) if I came home to that type of scene, I'd first be like, "Oh, am I being punked? This is a joke. This is a joke. Oh, you playing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you serious? Baby, sit down. We gotta talk. Like we have to talk. No, no. Do not surprise me with some lingerie. Mm. Don't. Like if you purchase it for me, and it's like in a box that I unwrap and then put on but i don't want you to be in the lingerie don't. walking around in some stilettos like well are you walking in stilettos because there's like at half- this point you need to yeah. be it goes with the outfit so you need to complete complete, complete it. it don't half-ass it um but no not for me that's not that's gonna be a no for me dog that's not my ministry so but yeah. to those who do it and do it well carry on and live your best life but not as for me and my house. Are you a woman in a relationship and your man wears lingerie? Tell us. DM <laughs> us. How did you get to acceptance? Okay, Jerry Springer. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Tell us about it. We'd love to have you on the show to talk about that. To not laugh at you. Yeah. No, we're not going to laugh. We want to learn. Not Whoa, we, we don't want to learn how to like 
handle that situation. No, we just want to learn. learn about your life and how you handle it. And is that like a segue into like being dominated too? Like, is that an aspect? I don't know. We need to bring back um, our guest that we had the, the polygamy talk with. Yeah. Like, do, can you do, tell us about this too? We're gonna do a whole sex. We need another sex series and bring on some some sex workers and everything else to talk True. to us. I think you guys would like it. Text us. No, well, don't text me. But DM us, <laughs> tweet us, and let us know uh, if y'all would be interested in that. Because I think that would be a fun conversation. It would be. It would be fun. Um, okay, so Coachella wrapped up this weekend. I don't know who performed, honestly. Um, I saw some people, but... Who? Okay, I'm Lizzo. Lying. Oh, okay. Lizzo okay. Um, Jaden Smith. Yes, and Will. Yes, I saw them. Um... Ariana Grande, right? I don't Ariana. know. Was that this time or last time? That was this time. I'm so confused because the whole Beachella thing. But yeah. I think Ariana did, did this year. But the one thing that caught my eye was the Kanye's West thing. Now, was he? He wasn't even on the main stage, right? I don't think so. They were on a grassy knoll. All right. To the side. <laughs> like they was filming in. Uh... With, their, with, their, with their cult? Whatever that is. It honestly, because like when I saw the video, it just looked like a whole bunch of people. And you know how he dresses, like they all wear the same color scheme and like whatever. And they're all like on this hill and um, playing gospel music is what it sounded like. But not all, go- not really gospel music, right? It was gospel adjacent is what it was described as. So some gospel music, some just rap music. Well, you know how he has, God. his music has like, uh, like Jesus Walks, how like that's mm-hmm. kind of like. Has that feel, but it's not really. Yeah. But this is this is my problem. This has been going on for a long time. I don't know. He has these like Sunday services. He calls them Sunday service. Yeah. And he, um, they had like a listening party where they listen to music. And then he was on Coachella weekend. He was selling merchandise, and like the store was called Church Clothes. Yeah. So my problem with that. Did is you that, see the clothes? Yes. Okay. My problem is I feel like Kanye, and not even necessarily in this instance, but I feel like he packages blackness to make it palatable for white people. And I don't like that. I feel like he's mocking it in some way. Like, even though they're like, oh, it was genuine. Like, he was crying. He fell to his knees. I just I just feel like it's all an act. And it is, it does not interest me at all. It doesn't intrigue me at all. I'm not amused. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. And I've been seeing it for a while because I follow one of his cousins. We're like Facebook friends. So he's actually been at these services for the last few months. And so I've been seeing videos from it and behind the scenes. And I'm like, what's going on here? What's this called? And then so I saw, you know, that his daughter's been there and she's been in the background singing and playing and they've been singing some songs. And and I, I was like... How close is this to blasphemy? Because have you have you the sweat the sweatshirts that I was talking about that when I was asking if you'd seen it the merch the merch and like how it says you know the Holy Spirit and just all this kind of stuff I'm like what is your real intention behind yeah. doing this? Are you really trying to introduce people to Christ? Are you really trying to like evoke some type of change and help people to live a better life? Or are you just trying to promote an album? Because yeah. this is what we know about Kanye West. A lot of his things are about self and self-promotion and how he can get something out of this. And we know that the family he is currently tied to is the exact same. It's all about self-promotion and how they can feed their pockets. So to me, 
are you taking this to the community because you're trying to really better people or take God take God to people in a different way? Because we just had a church service at our church where they did that with a DJ and had a rapper come out and all this just because they're trying to reach people in a new way. Right. Are you trying to do this or are you just trying to promote an album? Right. I think, I think it's, it's an the album. Yeah. And so I don't know. And everybody's like, oh, well, he's making black music again or something so we should like support him i'm like did y'all forget all the other stuff no, i ain't forgotten nothing i can't i'm not i just i can't i uh-uh. i haven't forgotten i'm I, not here for it i will never forget the north never forgets no um, and like the north remembers yeah it's just i just can't i can't do it with him right now he has a long way to go to gain my trust again but I will, can I tell you this though mm. last week i did listen to college dropout again did you i did cuz i was just i I was like, dang, I want to hear an album. Because I usually just listen to a title and just skip around and different stuff. But I was like, I want to hear a whole album. And I was like, damn, that, this was an album that I did used to really like. And I played it. I, I listened to, I had a, a, a playlist going and it paid, played a couple of songs from graduation. And I just, I that's my favorite album. Yeah, I, I like, feel like And so I missed it. I and do. I listened. I, I don't do him like Ara, where I just can't listen to anything. I haven't listened. I can't listen to none of his new stuff, but his old stuff I ha- I did put yeah. back in the rotation. Yeah, it's good. It's good. That's the thing about Shit. it, and it's like, I hate it that he, this is who he is now. But I'm just like, it just annoys me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, I ain't going to that Sunday service because I ain't trying to go to hell. So y'all let me know how that goes, though. Right. Y'all let me know. Tiana Nam, y'all don't get caught up in that mess because y'all, right. I still love y'all. Talking about praise him. Your son is eat, drinking water and Cheerios. That's happening. And he's also quiet. So at this point, eat up. Yeah, it's good snack. Yummy, huh? That's good snack. Um, so Lizzo. Can we talk about the greatness of Lizzo? Queen. So she, I just found out about her not too long ago, maybe like a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is a beautiful lady. You know, she's this Full figured, full figured, dark skinned woman, and she loves herself and is not a gimmick. <laughs> and I, she performed on this. Um, I, I don't know whose show it was a night show, and she had her she had her ponytail being put on. She had her braids being fixed. Uh-huh. Had on Nipsey's out some clothes from Nipsey, and it was just the blackest thing ever. And I loved it. I love absolutely love her. Same thing. I'm pretty new to the Lizzo train. It's been a couple of months where she was like buzzing around, and I was following her, and I was like, who Wait. is she? What is it? What does she do? Uh-huh. She plays a flute? Okay, let me learn some more about your flute and ass. And <laughs> I just fell in love with her and her her self-empowerment, um, her story of how she had to learn to love herself, how when she first came out on the music scene, she always tried to be in a group because she said she never thought she was enough or good enough to be the headliner. Baby, she was wrong. Right. And just now to just see her growth and just... I, there was one story she told about um, one of her guys that she was dating in her early 20s and how, you know, she said she was probably at the smallest she had ever been, but still, you know, a thick girl. And he told her, he was like, yeah, I showed my picture, your picture to my friends. And they said, everything's good about her, about you except for your, I mean, your face looks great. Um, you just, your body needs some work. And she said, when he told her that, she said, instead of being upset or getting out of the bed with this man, she was like, yeah, you're right. She was like, I used to be that person who let somebody shame me about the way I looked when I was at the healthiest I had ever really been. 
And it's I took still. that, mm-hmm. and I took that in. So she said to have to work back from that, and she said I'm still not all the way there sometimes, but just owning myself, and the fact that she holds auditions for other big girls to come dance for her. Yes, I love it. it was, love. Yeah. Ew, that was so gross. I wanted to eat those Ritz crackers, guys, that are now struggle. soaked in water. It is a struggle. Can I tell you what Universal Daycare would do for me? You said it. Y'all get this girl today. Oh Lord have mercy. I was gonna eat them crackers, baby. Um so yeah, anyways, I love her. I love I be playing juice. Um yes. I love that song. I yep. love like I even love her songs. They're perfect for girls who just broke up with somebody and need to love yourself and remember you that bitch. Yeah. Like that's what her songs how they make me feel. Like, you know what? I don't really need nobody because I'm big and fine, and I'm going to be okay. I'm good enough, because there is somebody out there for everybody. Yeah. Listen, Did you s- if you're happy with yourself, listen. Live that shit. Live it. Love it. Oh, I, um, did you see Tracy Ellis Ross? She did yes. it. Singing to her, like, her soulmate song, which is on her new album, because Lizzo just had an album pop out. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I loved it. She said that's her favorite song off the album, <laughs> just about loving yourself and being your own soulmate and... I, that's dope being that's your own dope. soulmate because yeah. you can't love nobody can love you like you love you yeah and nobody can really you can't really accept or experience love the way you're supposed to until you love yourself I was reading this thing um, and I know that that's I know that's easy for us to say now um, you know you put your you do your affirmations you put your sticky notes up but somebody was like you know there is somebody out there who can't say I love myself and they're like we'll just start with something little say you're a great tipper. Mm-hmm. People listen. You're a great listener. Like, so if you can't even tell yourself that you love yourself yet, what are things that you like about yourself? You're funny. Um, you deserve love. Even if you don't love yourself, you still deserve it. So, like, whatever it is that you can say to yourself that's going to build you up, find out what it is. Because there is one. There's one thing that There's you like about thing. yourself. And if you can't say, I love my body, what can you say? I love my style. I love my fashion. Um, just do you like out. your eyeball? Yeah. Come on, that's something. There's find something. some affirmations for yourself because, like she said, like if you can't fully love yourself, man, ain't nobody else gonna do it the way that you gonna do it. Yeah, RuPaul said that a long time ago. Mm. How the hell am I? Anybody else gonna love it? if you can't love yourself? How the right. hell anybody else? So, and you know, Ru ain't never wrong, right? <laughs> so there's that, and then so one more thing. Um, what word is being added to the dictionary? Um, what they said, stand. I stand. <laughs> Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know. But the shade room. I swole. Let me see what else. I'm, let me go to the shade room real quick. But the dictionary is changing. The lexicon is changing. To... They added bootylicious a long time ago. So I was like, they need to go ahead and add the rest of these words that we use. No. I can't find it. The shade room posts like 200 things. Yeah, that's the thing. Come on, shade room. If y'all could slow down. Y'all post an article and then two seconds later, I can't even find it. But anyways... Um, I don't know who orders dictionaries anymore or doesn't use anything that's on their phone. But uh, come on. There ain't nothing else that we need. I can't even remember what I was going to say. He threw me off. <laughs> that's okay. He wants to drink your children's smoothie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, 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 to, go to head. Um, but as she's looking that up, so there are two things happening this weekend. If you are an, a Marvel fan... And if you are a Game of Thrones fan, I need you to drink your water and get your rest mm-hmm. this weekend because people are dying this weekend. Um, 
in both avenues, guys. <laughs> Heroes is finna die, and our faves are gonna die from Game of Thrones. So be prepared. I hope you're ready. Um, so I, I watched the second episode of Game of Thrones. And she hadn't watched it yesterday when we were supposed to record originally. First, first of all, lower, lower your voice. I was just saying how I felt. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I was really prepared for the massacre to happen on this episode, but it didn't. And I'm I'm grateful, but at the same time, I did not appreciate it. Because don't be doing all these heartfelt, heartwarming things, and then you're just going to kill everybody next week. I'm not appreciative of it. I am happy that you gave us that one last episode. But next season, they say that this battle is going to be the longest cinematic battle for film or tv and i'm ready for it yeah i'm i'm ready for it and i'm i'm also very very nervous this last episode somebody said it was um like a wake almost you know <laughs> but like it was just being able to kind of see everyone in their elements um see them reconnect with other people to see brianne get knighted and at first she was like, I don't, I don't even want, want be it. No, no, I don't want it. Bitch was smiling big as day. Got on them knees so quick for Jamie. <laughs> when he said get on your knees, she was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> sure thing. So Jamie. Will do. Speaking of moments, can we talk about some of our favorite moments from this last, last episode yeah. real quick? Tormund, is that how you say his name? Yes. <laughs> is the big woman still here? <laughs> I love that man. And I wish that they would they'd be able to have something because I love his appreciation for her as, as she, she is. is. <laughs> Who she is. Strong white woman. I was almost called strong black woman. Strong woman. <laughs> and my thing is like he was like, listen, I, I, I stand a feminist, okay? Because mm -hmm. he was like, oh, why, why you can't be no nice? Right. He said, that's dumb. Why can't the rules change? Fuck them rules. Fuck them rules and fuck everything up. The man is strong. He done grew up on Giants Titty Milk. <laughs> Girl, I died that story. Like, what? Why did he tell that story? And everybody was like... <laughs> Nobody asked for it. Nobody you needed it. volunteered the foolishness. But maybe that's a foreshadowing. He gonna be strong. He gonna survive the battle because he's on Titty Milk. Yeah. From Giants Milk. Because my thing is, you, you said that Brienne to be killed because now yeah. she's a knight, so I feel like she gonna die. Um, yeah. Theon's gonna be the first to go since he's gonna be guarding Bran. Yeah, you gotta go. He's gonna be first to go. Um, Everybody in the crypt about to be dead because they kept saying the crypt is the safest place to be. And that's the foreshadowing like a mug because it's been that line has been said five times. Everybody kept saying it. Yeah, you go into the crypt because you know that's the safest. Hey, I'm headed to the crypt. That's the safest place. So which one of y'all is a plant? One of y'all in the crypt is gonna be a the White Walker plant, oh. and they just gonna wild out and kill everybody down there. I think. I mean, just like why would going to a oh. why would going to a place where all the dead people at be the safest place to be when this man can raise the dead. He raises his arms and dead people raise but up. He didn't, but he doesn't control them. So I, I think what the thought of, the thought is is that he is seeking out living hosts to become the White Walkers. And so he has no need for the people who are already dead. I think. I could be just pulling Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But, no, but one thing everybody did notice was that he was strangely missing from the pull-up. When they all pulled up, they're like, it was all of his white walkers. It wasn't him. Because he's on the dragon. Okay? He is riding he's in Westeros. He about to burn Cersei up. Ooh. That's what you get for not coming to the coming to the, the meeting place. You're right. We all up here. So let's talk about that. So 
I did enjoy um, her doing this whole, like, she's the queen and get input for Sansa and John. And John was like, well, yeah, we need his ass. So we're going to have him on in here. Uh-huh. I'm not liking the reaction to them learning out that they're related. Neither one of them brought up their relationship after being revealed that they well, are related. Come on. Everybody fucking everyone. Yeah, she went straight to the throne. Not that I just fucked my nephew. She was like, but who won't, who going to get the throne, though? Who gonna, who gonna sit there? I like that conversation between her and Sansa. And I like that they kind of kind of buried the hatchet just a little bit. But at the oh, wow. end, it was all about the throne. Sansa went right back to she business. Said, what about the North? The North. Though. What about the North? <laughs> she took her all the way. And did you see the smile that Danny had given? It's a meme now almost. Everybody's like, they like, uh, label this. What's this? That per my last email. <laughs> that... That was on the fakest smile. All right. Someone taller. Yeah, someone taller. But you know what? That's what she's going to die and she's going to reunite with him. Because, I mean, they were the sun and the moon to each other. Yeah, they they were the original big lot. But John is a... I love John, but he is no comparison. Mm-mm. He top two, but he's <laughs> not. He's not. Now nah, he could be my he could be my sun, moon, and stars. I love that little he's man. He's too short. But in but in fake life, he's too be, short for Kim in real life. Yeah, but in fake life, if I was on Game of Thrones, we could maybe make it work. But maybe not, because nobody in the North likes black people. So, <laughs> like. They more scared of black people than the white they walkers. They better coming. not kill what's his face. They better give homegirl her man. Grey Worm. Okay, I was thinking about this. I don't think he's gonna die. I think she's gonna die because they, that whole thing. One of them gotta die. That whole love thing between them, and oh, I'm gonna take you away from here, and I'll protect your people. I think she's gonna die, and then he. Well, he's I thought have to both of them was gonna die. I was thinking, yeah, probably I, so. I don't. I, <laughs> Who's gonna survive? Rain's weird ass is gonna survive. That's but, it. but did you remember? Okay, in the in the original trailer, and this is, might be more for you guys who don't really watch the show, but I'm gonna give it to you anyway. In the original trailer, when we were first seeing everybody running through the crypts and all that kind of stuff, there is a pan over of the whatever the place, and by the stairs, his wheelchair is all broken up. And the only reason I caught this is because I've been watching all these, like, theory shows. So, of course, they'd be running through and slow-moing through things. And so, through the, the preview... I need to go back and see that. Yeah, you need to look at the preview. His wheelchair is broken by the stairs of, of one of the places inside... What's the name of their damn palace? They castle? Winterfell. Winterfell. Inside of Winterfell. And so, that's why I was like, okay, he should be safe by the trees because it was by the stairs that his... his his wheelchair was broken. And then the three of them were all in the crypt together and they all turn around real slow. I think Arya is not going to survive this next episode. I think she is. She has to kill Cersei. I don't think she's going to kill Cersei. I think Jamie's going to be. That's his burden to, to kill. I think that's Jamie's. I think that's Jamie's job. I think Jamie dies here. He came here. He needs to die. And he really needs to die saving Bran, not Theon. Because he's the one who pushed Bran. Since he pushed Bran out the window, that would kind of help complete his redemption circle. Because he came back to fight next to Brianna Tarth and all that kind of stuff. Him and Cersei kind of had their final little fight battle. It would be dope if he goes back and kills his twin. But I really would like to see um, Arya do it. Because she's like one of the top people on her list. True. Hmm. Well, she got her little sphere. I like that scene. Oh, which sphere? Gendry. Are you talking about the sphere from Gendry? Gen- Gendry or 
Uh, the spear from Gendry. Him. Ah. I liked it when she was like, when he was like, oh, what you need this little, which, and she flexed on his ass. Yeah, ah. she threw all them little boop, boop, boops. I know death. And I, I look forward to seeing this one. Listen. So get me my, my weapon. Thank you. Yes. Because you're going to be hiding behind me. Let's not get it twisted, okay? You're going to be hiding behind Arya when the fight break out. Because she does this. I thought it was so funny how like both times they're like, oh, you got this little sword still. You used it. She's like, oh, a couple of times. The bitch is a full-fledged assassin, okay? She done took out whole families. No, her. She took out the phrase, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. That was that bitch. That was your sister. She Killed did them. Oh, dead. dead. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Niggas was baked up and they own... Chicken pot pies, okay? Yes! <laughs> Eat it up. Eat the pie. Eat the pie. Yes, Arya Stark. So. so, did I tell you that I've started rewatching it, though? Yes. And I'm in, I'm like almost done with season two. I need to go back to. It's so good to go because back. Because I don't know everybody's like names. Like, I know who they are, but I don't know everybody's names. There's so many of them. But I need to go back and really rehash it all. It makes it so much better because. It like it, it ties things in for me where I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you're important to this because you did this and you or you killed this person and that's why I shouldn't like you. Are you going but, to rewatch the Red Wedding? Or are you going to skip that shit? I skipped the Red Wedding the first time. I've never watched the Red Wedding. Don't. <laughs> I've never watched it. I've never completed it either. You, everyone told me how horrible it was, and because of that, I absolutely cannot. I even had to go through and Google it again. I was like, now what season? What episode is that? Because I don't want to see it. Yeah. I think it'll break my heart. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough... The little bits I saw, it was enough. I was like, mm-mm. Nope. Can't do it. Um, so there's that. Oh, oh. And then that last scene when they could they could see the camp. And I was like, well, okay. First of all, when they were like, oh, yeah, he's going to be here like tomorrow morning. Like the breath got sucked out of me. I was like... We don't have that much time. Oh. And we not done yet. We ain't got enough spears, enough fire. They still making the, the knives and shit. Right. And then I'm just like, women and children, instead of going to the crypt, y'all didn't want to move them somewhere else. Y'all didn't want to get them the fuck Where? out. Where? To another town or something. What town is going to be safe? Well, something further away. So, like, if the whites make it past us. King, you going to send them to King's Landing? You going to send them to Cersei? Hey, well, in the middle. <laughs> Can't they go to that one woman's castle who had the big hole that if you fall out of it? The auntie. Yeah, because she did. So, like, we can't go there and hang out. They ain't got the time, okay? They got 10 hours. I would have been trying to make it as far south as I could, nigga. Like the Umber boy? Yes. No, oh. the Umber boy got stuck to the well, wall. Well, Umber, he went back to his castle. He went back north, though. Why they send that baby on that adventure by himself? Yeah, yeah, go get your people, Cause little eight-year-old. Because he's the duke of the castle, right? I don't know what they the call him. Well, he was decoration at the castle. <laughs> 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 they didn't send him an escort. They didn't send him with a horse. From Duke to decoration. <laughs> that's, that's how Game of Thrones will do your ass. <laughs> You're going to hell. That's the title <laughs> of the show. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Was lit up like a cold Christmas tree. They just put him in the middle, that poor baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, but all of, a lot of our favorites, I think they said mostly secondary ca characters. Well, they being the internets. They say mostly probably secondary characters. But we also have to keep in mind that another battle is still looming. Like, after this, they still got to fight Cersei and get the throne. And Cersei's building up her troops and everything. I feel like that's going to be Yara's job. Because Yara, 
Theon's sister, she was like, well, I'm going to go here and I'm going to just create this stronghold. And get my Iron Island back. Right. Yeah. I feel like she's going to be the one kind of. I feel like she'll be big in it because she needs to get revenge on her. Was that uncle cousin? Her whoever cousin? Yeah, I don't know somebody. Somebody. He needs to die. Yeah, he's so annoying. And oh, can we talk about this and then we can be done? But Cersei's not pregnant no more, right? She's pregnant. Why is she drinking all this wine and because stuff now? Because it's like the back in those days they didn't know that. But wine was no, bad. that's how Tyrion knew that she was pregnant in the first place because she refused wine and she was holding her belly and all that. Now she's drinking wine and all the, and everything else. So is she still pregnant? I think Does she still not pregnant. give a fuck? What? I think she's still pregnant. Because you think. do remember that, right? That he was like, yeah. I saw you refusing wine. Like now she's guzzling the shit. Well, that was my question. Is it Jamie's? We don't know. Somebody was saying it might be the cousin. That's because she slept with him. She slept with him, the cousin that looked like Jamie. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's Jamie's. I don't think she cares. I think she just wants to have another baby because all of us are gone. Yeah, they are just gone. But I think she's still pregnant. Well, anyways, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to happen. Tell us your theories, guys. Who's going to die? Who's going to live? Are you ready for Endgame? Are you ready for other people to die? Um, Endgame, I'm going to give that like a week. And I don't know how I'm going to survive on social media if I wait a week to go see it. Like, I probably just need to go ahead and see it. We're ASAP. seeing it this Saturday. Well... If we can get a ticket. Because I don't want to buy a ticket just in case that we don't make it. But we're supposed to be going on Saturday. Hmm. So are you, did you buy your ticket in advance? Or y'all just going to go and chance it? I think we're going to buy it maybe like the day before. Okay. So my goal is I really want to go during the day. But then also I know my kids really want to see it. So like that's where I struggle. And I thought about being a cool mom and checking them out. And like us going during the day and Do watching it. Because I think it's worth it. Yeah. And it's going to be like, like a four-hour movie, they said, or for real? It's three-something. And there's not going to be intermission, so make no? sure. No. Make sure y'all's bladders is empty. Because I ain't getting up for nothing. I'm not. Because there's not going to be a good place to, I don't think there's going to be a good place to go. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for it. So um, it will be spoiled next week. So yeah, so there's that. There's so make that. sure you're caught up on Game of Thrones. And make sure you're caught up on in-game, but it will be at the end of the episode, so don't worry. So, yeah, we're, we are definitely here for you guys next week um, for, to, to comfort you as we all comfort one another through this tough time. Yes. Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening to this longest episode. <laughs> <laughs> we will see y'all next week. Bye.